Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Bruno and AJ coming at you live after a loss for the Colorado Avalanche. Now, before you freak out, the Avs did keep their point streak alive. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> but the home winning streak comes to an end <sighs> in a game that didn't have to be this way, but it was. This is like, uh, this is like when school lets out for spring break, but you have to take the bus ride home. <laughs> I don't even know if it's if it's that short. It, that must be a long bus ride. All right. The first period of this hockey game felt like it's the last period before spring break. All right. Yeah. Period seven. And you have a full 50 minute period ahead of you. Yeah. The teacher doesn't have anything for you to do, but you still just have to be there. Yeah, I mean, this was predictable. <laughs> it um, was. They've they've let a lot of bad teams hang around. They dominate the game. Like they they end up on the positive side of almost all metrics, right? Except high danger chances, which what? Yeah. Um you they blow they blow opportunities to take complete control of the game. Devon Taves misses a clean opportunity to make it three one with a minute to play. Like I got two minutes to play. Like it is what it is. Like they there's no jinxing it. Shut up. My God. <laughs> the singing of Blink 182 in the arena is not why they lost a hockey game. It's because they just didn't execute. They sing that song every game. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just don't. Yeah, that's yeah. The big thing. The big thing here is that they they once again let another team like back into a game like it's two one. You're susceptible to whatever. But like, come on. Yeah, uh, $5 from, from Grow here saying, so no call on the Berkey cross-check, though. That play was over. Nah, I mean, the refing was all over the board tonight, but that has Dude, nothing was... to do with the outcome of the game. Yeah, like, you complain about the refing and blah, 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 but, like, it's, dude, it's five on, it was, they had a they had an extended five on three again. It was, like, 45 seconds or whatever, and yep. they don't get the job done, and... You know, I, I would be a lot more annoyed by this if it was a regulation loss and they have no points to show for it. Instead, you walk out with a point. All right. It's not great, but it's fine. You don't. It, yeah. Like, you don't you don't feel wonderful about it. But in the world of uh, in the world of the NHL points, the points is what makes the makes the difference. Yeah, it's so, you know, I just don't. Uh, it... I don't I don't know, man. They didn't. You look at it and you're like, they didn't play very well. But then you look, you look at it and they dominate in shots. They dominate in shot attempts. They yep. rack up. They they dominate in scoring chances. Literally, the only thing that they don't win in is high danger chances. And it didn't really burn them. The goals that went in tonight weren't really like high danger chances. Yeah, it was one wacky bounce <laughs> and one honestly pretty weak shot that just found its way yeah like legs. you <laughs> look at you look at on ice results and some guys you would like to see a little bit better and but your top guys play a play, play a pretty solid game 
and you just don't get you just don't get the job done. You're you're one play short here. You're one save short in yep. in a shootout, and that's the thing. That's been the difference. The Avs have been on the other side of the one save, the one goal, four or five times in the last month, and they were due to be to come up one shy. So they started the win streak and ended. I don't think they started it. In fact, I'm confident they did not start it. Yeah, they had. No. (laughs) But thank you for the $5. It's, I mean, beyond this game for a second, let's be real. The Avs probably shouldn't have made it this far. The number of teams we've seen them do this with, let hang around, Arizona once before, Minnesota was a game that went to a shootout, the Montreal game went to OT, before that, that on the road, I guess, the Chicago game, you have the Toronto game, which they had no business winning. Yes, they played well and deserved to win, maybe, but Toronto needed a half-decent effort, and the Avs don't come back in that game. This is the game that we're talking about. When I sit up here and tell you guys this shit isn't sustainable, because something like this is going to yeah. happen eventually. I mean, you're going to get you're going to get a game where yeah, you outplay the other team, and yeah, you you know you hit a post here, you hit a post there, whatever. It just doesn't it just doesn't go for you that night. Yep. Uh, you fail to execute in a big situation. You don't get that one extra goal, that one extra thing that pushes you across. That's it. Yep. Pretty much. Just that simple fine and you know this is exactly that uh, you'd rather you'd rather your your winning streaks come to an end in a game in which you get a point versus sure. like you remember colorado's big streak last year that ended against minnesota where they they a, lost like seven to two or seven to three yeah yeah and they got absolutely smoked and it was like well this feels bad this also feels bad but you got a point out of it so yep. okay Definitely. Um, Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. If uh, look, the difference in this hockey game, if the abs were 14, one and one in January with the home loss and they come into this game and lose it. I don't think anyone cares at all. Like genuinely, I don't think anyone cares at all. The only thing you're talking about here is it was disappointing to lose the streaks. Yep. So, like everybody would have, I think everybody would have probably been like, ah, whatever, if they'd lost to Tampa Bay instead. Definitely. Especially in a shootout where you're just like, ah. You got a point against Tampa. You feel yeah. pretty okay with that. Beat them yeah. in a shootout. They beat us in a shootout. Fair's fair. Yep. Um, and then everybody just kind of moves on. But, you know, now, now it's done and I guess you just have to find something else. Now they get. I mean, this was this was a team that was running on fumes and just needed needed the break. And it was They're gonna, painfully obvious too. Right. I mean, they had been they had been grinding away and going into uh, these games and like we've been talking about the effort and they're not playing this well or they've been trying to get away with it against teams and that this and that. Like it's all speculative from us. They might just be tired. And there's just certain stretches of games where they just haven't played very good hockey. It's fine. They're going to get some rest. Um, and, and, this and, is that, done. and that's, they're going to come out of this and then they play Arizona. And then what ends up being Dallas twice and then Vegas. 
and you look at that four game stretch and how they play in that four game stretch is probably going to be way more telling about how people feel about this team than all of January. (laughs) Because you have quality team in Tampa that everyone wants to see. You have an in-division team in Dallas that you get to play twice and a team that you can pretty much bury. If you beat Dallas both of those games, you never think about them in the standings again. Yeah, I mean... I don't. It's too early for that. I hear you, but at the same time, they're going to be like fourteen points up on Dallas. At that yeah, point. but Dallas is Dallas is in line to be their first round opponent. If That's they true. Sneak the postseason but, spot, and there's just another reason to think about the series <clears> as <throat> as something like that. And then you have the back to back against Vegas. Yes, it's a yes, it's a back to back. But in this four game stretch, in less than a week after returning from the break, the abs are going to play more good teams than they did in the month of January. So it's just a weird stretch where the abs played good enough to win every single night. They lost a hockey game at the end of it. And now we don't have hockey for nine days. So yeah, kind of is what it is on that front. Uh, I'm honestly not particularly worried about it in any stretch beyond being disappointed that the streaks end. Um, so from that standpoint, wouldn't worry too much about it from this game as a whole. Um, it sucked. This game sucked. (laughs) I don't, I don't know how else to put it to you, chat. This was not an interesting hockey game. If you were along for the watch along with us, you probably noticed that it was just not an interesting hockey game. So, yep. That's, uh, that's kind of the story of this hockey game. Look, obviously you have the goal scorers. You get a really nice one from Kadri. He continues to stay hot. Great. He made a really nice play. And then, uh, excuse me, you get the second goal coming in as well from who? I forget who actually scored it. Miko. Was it Miko? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He went from Burkowski. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, you get you get the Miko walk in, shoot five hole, and mm-hmm. it just the one goal that does go through Wedgewood. So what a what a nasty pass from Berkey too. Yeah, that the perfect amount of sauce on that bad boy. That's some barbecue that I would eat. All right, that sauce to Miko. Uh, True. <laughs> and how? Eh, I'll save this for the second period. Wrapping up the actual skaters on this game. Can you even do you even peg any any big issues with the with the skaters beyond they're at the end of a run they know a break's coming and they're tired? Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. You have a job to do and you didn't do it. Sure. Like uh, ultimately, like big picture, you don't really care that much about this. Definitely not. Uh, in the in the in the immediate though, like you you have a job to do, and you didn't get it done against a terrible team that's not even trying to win hockey games. Like, I mean, I, the players obviously are, but like, <laughs> you get beat by Alex Galchenyuk. Like, Alex Galchenyuk is a horrible NHL player. Yep. Like a tremendously skilled hockey player, a horrible NHL player, and that guy that guy puts two in tonight, and I don't know, I just. Again, big big picture, 
doesn't, doesn't matter. It's the game just, itself, it's you know the abs have so 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 much better than that. Yeah, and and you're like you you see the difference not having Nathan McKinnon on the ice, but also just sort of attitude wise, you know yep. the way that they play that the the Ranton and the Rantanen and Landeskog, they're just nowhere near uh, as as dangerous without him, you know. So you see that. Obviously, no new hook hurts like Dylan Sakura just isn't Alex Newhook. Yeah. But again, none of this matters. If your best players, like I see the chat wanting to shit talk Tyson Jost and JT Comfer and stuff. And it's like, if your best players score on the five on three, this isn't a conversation. Yep. The ads power you, play, which had, they also had yeah. like multiple opportunities of awkward penalty situations in that period and they just didn't score on any of them it wasn't even dangerous you're you're talking about a power play that's been white hot lately it's been getting the job done it's been scoring it's been doing its job it's been winning you hockey games it fails it fails tonight to to get to execute and they lose the hockey game and it's like well one plus one is two sometimes yeah like that's that's just how it that's just how it goes sometimes okay well all righty I'm, you get a 38 save night out of Scott Wedgwood. Yeah, right. Like, side, like. <laughs> I'm going to take my chance. If you tell me that you're going to put 40 up on, you're going to put 40 shots on Scott Wedgwood. I'm going to, I'm probably going to feel pretty good that you've won that hockey game. Yep. It didn't happen tonight. And you know, it, I, and that's it, hockey, baby. <laughs> people, people during the watch along, um, you know, heard me say during overtime, you know, it's a zombie night when Val Nachushkin's doing dumb shit in overtime Yep. to take a penalty. And even that, even that didn't didn't cost them. Yeah, didn't didn't. Uh, all it did was take two minutes away from three on three, where maybe you would have won, maybe you would have lost. Don't know. But they killed that penalty, and they even had a couple shots on goal on that PK. The Avs had three shorthanded shots to the Coyotes' two power play shots. The Avs outshot the Coyotes on their own power play. So, yeah. so I mean. <sighs> you could you could be you could be Josh in the chat and you can be mad all you want, but it's just not okay. Like, cool. I don't I don't know. You can be upset that they played poorly in this game. I think that's a perfectly reasonable take. But they're also fifteen zero and two in their last seventeen games. Yeah, uh, and like their their expectations. Like we're seeing, you know, Rantanen and Landeskog were mad in. Uh, in 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 their post game, and it was like, well, you had a chance to do something about it. Yep. Like you didn't you didn't play well enough. Finish the game. That's on you. That's your job. You know, like those guys dominated in Corsi, but you're also like those are the guys that are on the ice that didn't do anything on the power play. Yep. So, okay. At at the end of the day, look, Corsi is important. It. You can use it as a statistic, excuse me, that links towards goals and possession and all that. But you can have a million Corsi and not score a goal. (laughs) Those things will happen. And the abs didn't finish in this game. They had numerous opportunities to put this game entirely out of reach, and they didn't get the goal that they needed. I think that much is pretty straightforward. Um, We'll talk about. Some other good, some other bad in just a second. But we have a new sponsor to talk to all of you about. It's Green Chef. Now, 
I don't know about y'all, but I've used a handful of other meal delivery services over the last couple of years, and they're good. I do like them, but Green Chef is way more versatile than all of these. So they have meal plans for pretty much any type of, of meal. I, I, I want to say diets, but I think that's the wrong word because some of them aren't diets. It's just like the way you decide to eat, like paleo. They also have stuff for vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free. A bunch of other mainstream stuff and stuff that I've like never heard of. Like I don't understand some of the meal plans that they're on. I don't know what they are, but they can make it work for whatever you have. So be sure to check out Green Chef today. They do a bunch of awesome stuff. I think it's one of the super cool things they do. They actually have 100% recyclable and reusable packaging. If you ever use some of the other ones, you know those things come with a bunch of plastic and all this nasty stuff that you don't really need. Highly recommend you check out Green Chef if you're uh, if you're into actually, you know, being good to the planet. So be sure to jump on that. It's definitely a great option for all of y'all. In my experience, it's a lot better than some of the competition. So cannot recommend it enough. If you haven't checked out anything like this, it's a great opportunity to get in on it with Green Chef. You can go on over and use the code uh, hang on, hang on. I have to look up the code. DNVRABS130 today to get $130 off and free shipping. So jump on it, greenchef.com. Use the DNVRABS130 code to get $130 off and free shipping to get with Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right. Also brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery. Not drinking one tonight because I'm a little bit under the weather, but... You know I love my avalanche. What the you know fuck? you got to get into it. AJ's losing his mind over here. Landy said, once you start winning, I don't do a lot of drugs, but I can imagine it's like a drug. You don't do a lot of yeah, drugs? That's, that's not none. That's so not zero. You do some drugs? <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that, was that the problem? Was tonight's game on drugs, AJ? I just want to make that... a quote graphic of Landy saying, I don't do I a, don't lot, do of a lot of drugs. <laughs> I'm sure the abs would love us for making that. Got graphic. you. Got you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what, an, what an incredible, like, I don't, like, he's just sitting there and he's like, this is the analogy I'm going to go up with. But he's like, Wait, 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 wait. I don't do a lot of drugs. Like, <laughs> Look, I just I just dabble in them, okay? Landy would never tell a lie, okay? So he had to get creative with his answer. <laughs> uh, Steve, I can just hear Stephen A. Smith with his stay off the weed. <laughs> All right. Go get a Breck brew so you're not doing some drugs. It's just a little alcohol. <laughs> Uh, use the Breck Beer Locator <laughs> online to find them at a local liquor store near you. Highlight of my night. Uh, second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh-oh, I gotta sneeze. Alright, we got to the mute button chat. We're good. We're good. You know, I, uh, I was watching a, a, a TikTok the other day of somebody who said that their therapist... The one thing that they got from couples therapy was microdosing MDMA. And I'm like, hmm. what? 
That's wild. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's a therapist so much as it is a dude named Trevor with a backpack in an alleyway, but <laughs> okay. Look, and I'm just lady. wondering, I'm like, did, did, is that, is that, is Landy just like microdosing every once in a while? Those are the some drugs that he I does. I don't do a lot of drugs. <laughs> I don't do a lot of drugs. I just microdose some MDMA. My, <laughs> my, my couple's therapist told me to do it. Uh, let's talk about a positive for tonight. Darcy Kemper. He's our king of the game. Uh, king of not doing drugs. <laughs> uh, Kemper, you know, the first goal maybe wasn't the best in the world, but even that one goes through somebody's legs, finds its way into the net. The second one, the puck pops straight up in the air and drops right on an Arizona Two guys, two guys swat at it, right? Yeah. McCarr, McCarr and Kraus swat at that, and it just... Kraus gets a hold of it and it goes in where you're just like, okay, can I just be mad at somebody about there? Isn't anybody for me to be mad at about right. this play? And then abs go over three in the shootout where Kemper gives up one. Yeah. yeah. Hard. Landy, Landy hits the inside of the post. Yeah. Landy rips one off the post. It's, it's a tough night for Kemper to take an L on for sure. Yeah, and like the one the one thing that you can keep Alex Galchenyuk on a roster for is like I said on the uh on the on the watch along, like he's a really talented player when there's nobody else on the ice. That sounds like it's built for a shootout. Yeah, exactly. Like he's <laughs> like you keep him around for the Wojtek Volsky thing, there you right? Go. Just can't miss. <clears throat> so hey. You got you got beat by the, the guy's one good night this entire season. His first goal of the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm just. Yeah. It, it's tough, right? Apparently my, my mic was uh, hot before we went live and you guys all found out that I was not interested in doing the show. I just, <laughs> I want to be on break. I just want to be done with this. I have more content that I want to do that has nothing to do with this dumbass game. Look. I think uh, you you said this the other night, but we're here to put in exactly the same amount of effort that the Avs put into this hockey game. Yeah. And it wasn't a ton. <laughs> it was not a ton. Yeah. So, is what it is. It, it, look, I felt like the Avs had a good push in the third period, the first 10 minutes of it. It felt like they were trying to end the game. They didn't get the goal to go their way. And that's hockey. Team hangs around, teams come back, happens literally every night. So I I don't I don't really have a ton other to say about the specifics of this game itself. Yeah. For the abs as a whole, their point streak is still going. It's 17 games now. They're insanely clear of the rest of the league. Um it would meet. I I don't Anyone who is willing to look past this game at at any amount of a bigger picture, I don't know how you don't only feel super positive about the abs right now. You're going to be getting McKinnon back after the break. You also have Newhook back in the lineup unless he's really sick. Uh, <laughs> a, non, a non-COVID illness and 10 days later, he still can't play. Look, all right. When I was 21, I would drink my way through drinking flu, all right? <laughs> I, I would do some dumb things. That's all I'm saying. 
it's a team in a really good spot. <laughs> I, I say that as like, it, that's understating it, right? It's the best team in the NHL right now. Yes. So Mac will be back. There you go. Mac will be good to go. Uh, the Avs get to have nine days off after what really was like, we, we talked about how the Avs are tired and all that. January was incredibly busy for them. It was a month that included three back-to-backs. Well, they played 16 games in 31 days. Yep. More than a game every other day in January for the Avs. With the three back-to-backs in there, they really did not get much break at all throughout the month. It included one, two, three, four, five separate road trips where they had to travel to and from cities. Yeah, uh, to compare, they had one two-day break. Yep, in the whole month. And that was in between back-to-backs. This next month in February, they have, once they start playing again, they have three two-day breaks the enti- in the month. They're off the 11th, 12th, 17th, 18th, and 27th, 28th. Yep. So, <laughs> like, it's just not, it's not... It was just the it was the meat of the schedule for them. Yeah, like it was a ton of game, and there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of games played in March too. But again, in even in March, they have three two day breaks. Yeah, they have three two day breaks and only one back to back. And then in April, they have a two and three day break. Yep, that was the most aggressive part of the schedule for yeah. the Avs, and they won or at least got a point out of every single of game. Them. All of them. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. They played, so it's 17 games in 32 days, and they got a point. They got, so they had two two OTLs. Yep. So uh, 17 games, they had two OTLs. They got 32 or 34 points in the most aggressive part of their schedule. Yep. It's fine. Yeah, it's better. Yeah, Bender said he was proud of his guys, and he fucking should be. They're exhausted. Like that's a that's a lot of hockey, and they just kept winning games. They just yep. kept winning games. Like they have put themselves in the driver's seat for the for the president's trophy, but more importantly, for home ice out west, they're not just in the driver's seat, but like Minnesota is having to play eight hundred level of hockey to keep just up. to keep up. That's that's for Minnesota to keep at a even if they win all their games in hand, they're still four points behind. This is the reprieve. The the central division gets to look at the schedule and go, oh, the Avs aren't 10 0 and 0 in their last 10 anymore. They're 9 0 and 1. Yeah. Oh, they gave a point up. Yeah. See, look, if 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 Sonny can be excited about everything and not be upset about something, you know you're in good position. Boom. Easy life. Uh the Evs have 68 points, including the point tonight. There are 76 points left in the season for them. If they play 500 hockey the rest of the way, they end up with 106 points on the year. They lose half their games for the rest of the year. They're a 106-point team. Yeah, if they, so you're saying if they lose half their games for the rest of the year, they're still probably home ice in the first round. Yep. If they play 700 hockey, you're talking about a team that ends up with, let me see, let me see, got my calculator out. 
That's another 53. If they play 700 hockey, they're a 120-point team. And and we know this team is capable of playing 700 hockey. Yeah. So the Avs have essentially all but guaranteed themselves a playoff spot and almost certainly home ice in the first two rounds if they just play decently the rest of the year. It's it's ridiculous. Um, I anyway. do I do like the idea. If Nuke gets the cup for a day, do we ever see the cup again? <laughs> no, the KGB steals it. Look, this is why they have three Stanley Cups. Right? It turns it turns into an international incident, and then there's all kinds of back channeling that has to go on to try and thaw out to get the cup, the back. revival of the Cold War, because Russia stole the cup and. Nuke ends up caught in the middle. <laughs> I'm here for this story. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fanfic of the day. Oh my god! The abs win. The abs win the cup, and and Nuke Nuchushkin taking it back to Russia for his day with the cup leads to an international incident. <laughs> All right. Boom. Uh, so AJ has clearly been getting into our new sponsor with that take. I don't do a lot of drugs, but when I do them, <laughs> do Ranch Rider Spirits, uh, our new our new drink to send to all of you guys. They were launched in 2019 from AJ's beloved Texas. Now, AJ, can you confirm this for me? No. Stuff is just better when it comes from a food truck, right? Yes. Okay. Easy. Oh my God! Yes, right. It's like not even close. That's if I could what... get pancakes from a food truck, I would. <laughs> that, this is where this started. Ranch Rider Spirits started from a food truck down in Austin. <clears throat> They're employee-owned. It's a spirit-based seltzer. So if you like seltzers, but maybe you know they're a little bit uh, they're a little bit too <laughs> light for you. A spirit-based seltzer makes it sound like we're also going to have a lot of crystals involved in this. Oh, the ghosts come out of the cans. It's wild. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as as many of you know there are quite a few people in this company that love tequila they all swear by the Reposado tequila that comes in these Ranch Rider spirits Uh, AJ what is I don't actually know what ranch water is you don't either okay nope (laughs) apparently it's a a thing from Texas so I thought you would know Mm -mm. but anyway (laughs) You get your ranch especially, water. especially if it comes out of Austin. God knows what that thing is. <laughs> you get your ranch water. You can get the tequila. It also comes with six times distilled vodka. If you're not a tequila drinker, they got you covered. So be sure to check out the Ranch Rider Spirits today. They'll it give does you, give buffs. They'll give you the sparkling water. They'll fresh squeeze citrus in there. They make sure to use fresh ingredients. No added sugars or artificial preservatives. So it's a great drink. Highly recommend you go check them out. Everyone at the bar is loving them. You can't get them at the bar yet, just so you know. Uh, you have to get them from a liquor store, but the secret club upstairs has them at the bar. Uh, <laughs> they're one of the top 10 fastest-selling alcohol brands in the country right now, so they must be pretty good. Head to RanchRiderSpirits.com to find a location where you can pick them up near you. And then head on over to DraftKings. Go bet your money on a sport that isn't hockey, hopefully. Uh, the Olympics are, like, literally right around the corner. Highly recommend you bet a bunch of money on that. And just bet the over on everything America, because 
there's one thing America does good. It's sports. It's, it's win medals yeah. at, at the Olympics. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so jumping on that one with DraftKings, they're, uh, they're doing a bunch of promotions right now. They're doing so many, I can't even track them all. Uh, the football one they are doing is for Super Bowl 56. You got one more go to keep your 56 to one odds, $5 bet to win $280 in free bets. Pick the winner of the Super Bowl. That's all you got to do. Jump on it. Get in there. Use the code DNBR when you sign up for a new account to get that 56 to one odds boost and another, another, a bunch of other amazing odds boosts. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. And of course, if you have a gambling problem, go 1-800-522-4700. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We absolutely need an Avalanche lifetime movie fanfic written by AJ Hayley. <laughs> uh, I'm going to refrain my further comments on this topic. <laughs> Just get rid of everything but the I don't do a lot of drugs part of that. Yeah, here. <laughs> Take it out of context. If you're going to commit, commit. Uh, we have a couple of super chats to get to here, so we can uh, jump up on over to those. 99 cents from Spence. Thank you very much. Monsieur Stalin told you, have a good night, boys. That is a, a regular viewer of the PHNX crowd. If you want to hear someone talk about a win, go listen to the PHNX pod because they get to talk about the other side of this game in which instead of them saying, I don't care, this was very boring and the abs have bigger things at stake. I imagine they're probably celebrating the win a little bit. Their thumbnail was mile high miracle. <laughs> so they're pretty high. They're pretty high. They did a little bit of drugs. I was going to say, <laughs> unlike, unlike Landy, they did some drugs. <laughs> Um, okay. What's next? $2 from Connor French. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. And then another $2 saying, Rudo, why did you make us lose? Well, I don't know what to tell you, bud. Uh, if I have that talent, I will be sure to continue making hockey teams lose in the future. I'll try not to direct it towards the abs. All my bad vibes from the Buffalo game was exactly what happened tonight pretty much yeah so that was fun <laughs> All a right. good a good reminder that you know how this goes it just doesn't always go that way when you think it's gonna happen yeah that's uh that's sports if you well i'll tell you what if you're if your vibes are that accurate you should be making a lot of money on DraftKings sportsbook put it that way if you're if you're bang on with that stuff um, I am not taking my clubs to Arizona. Uh, I was gonna, but that is expensive. <laughs> All right. So a couple more conversations here when we'll, we'll wrap things up and we'll go into the all-star break and then who knows what'll happen from there. <laughs> uh, what is your your big positive here, obviously the, the, the run itself is incredible, but what was the biggest thing that has stepped in the right direction for the abs here? And why is it Darcy Kemper? 
<laughs> Darcy. Yeah. Guy looks awesome. No kidding. Hate the first goal against. I think it's soft as shit. It's, that's baby poo. It's one you want back for sure. It's it's just not. It's not. It's it's just garbage. It's, it, that's that's just it for me. I think it's garbage. But <clears throat> the second one, and then you you only give up one goal in the shootout. Yep. Certainly did enough to win. On both nights, <laughs> yeah. Like the second goal is just—I'm uh, not—I'm not upset at Kemper about that's a puck that goes straight up with all the bodies and all the chaos and everything that's going on around you. I mean, how do you find that thing? Yep. So I—I I don't know. I'm—I not not pressed about this game at all from Darcy, and it's just a continuation of a stretch of play. I mean, January. So statistically speaking, I didn't haven't really talked about this on the pod. I've mentioned it a few places having conversations with people but uh statistically speaking january is by far kemper's best month in his career so that's his settle in time yeah we'll we'll kind of just see uh it's not that he doesn't have other good months it's that january is like the month yeah it's like the month that sticks out when you look at his splits um that may not be meaningful at all who knows right but he he just looks totally different from the guy that was getting beat cleanly. Like, early in the year, he was three times a night. He just gets beat. Yep. And you're seeing him now. Like, even even that first goal, you lo- you're talking about two guys are, are flashing in front of him as he's trying to find that puck. And he's trying to find it through traffic. And it's not... It's not a great shot, but it's hard to find that puck. It's hard to track that when those guys flash in front of him right as it gets let go. And then the second goal again. And then, I mean, give up one of three goals in in shootouts. You're going to win a lot of shootouts like that. So yep. he looks, guy looks great. Uh, he looks in control. He actually caught pucks tonight instead of batting them around like a, like he's got a cement block in his glove. Like I feel, I feel better about Kemper. Than really at any other time other than when they first got him. And I was like, he's going to win the Vesna. But guess what? He could still win the Vesna. He could still. And it, it might be it might be tough to catch uh, Igor or Freddie or Jack. Yeah. But Oh, Campbell's falling out of that. You think? Oh, yeah. For for now. I mean, obviously, there's still half a season to be played. And that's kind of. I mean, I mean, I don't think he's going to win it anymore, but he, I think he could still be like the third finalist. Uh, I don't think I would have him in my top three anymore. That's just because not after love, the last couple of weeks. You just love Soros too much, though. Well, Soros has outplayed him, so okay, here we go. Big surprise. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, point is, point is, is that he's trending, not just like trending up, but he's trending way. Up. Yeah, has has brought exactly what the abs have expected out of him, and maybe more over the last three weeks to a month. Um, and, and that's kind of where I just want to wrap this thing down is again, you can feel however bad you want to feel about this game and the abs losing the streak fine in overtime in overtime. Sorry, but there's a, there's a limit on how bad you're allowed to feel when you lose an overtime game. You still got a point out of it. I, I don't care if people want to feel bad about this game in a vacuum. I do not care. No. (laughs) Is this a rule of society? I'm just, I'm putting my foot down. You're okay. not this this is not 
This is this this was like watching Patriots fans when they missed the playoffs last year be like, they have to fire Bill Belichick, and you're like, after all that guy has accomplished for you. So no, I'm saying no. If they lose to Tampa Bay, then you can burn it all down. But tonight, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but but certainly on the whole, there's there's no reason to not feel anything but positive about this hockey team going into the break. Totally, like there are they have the the thing that we've been talking about, and it's still true, is that despite all the point streaks and all the winning and all the blah 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 blah. You can easily look at them and say they have way better hockey to be played For than sure. this garbage. You know they're like, better than this. They put they put forty shots on goal in a game that all of us are talking about, like they shit the bed or something. <laughs> like that's where expectations are yep. for this team right now. Is they they throw forty shots on goal and everybody's like, they just didn't bother showing up tonight. And you're like, <laughs> Do you remember the LA game? Because that was a game that they AFK'd and just stole. Yep. They had no business winning that game and they just stole it. This is kind of the opposite. This is like the makeup for that game. Yeah. This is like the karmic it had to come the karmic pendulum that I I joked the other day was stuck permanently in Colorado's favor, like one little tilt back towards (laughs) the other. Still 99% ass. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even feel like giving Arizona tons of credit here. Outside of Scott Wedgwood, who yeah, played well, I don't think their skaters deserve much credit. Right, at all. like Scott Wedgwood ruled. This is why Scott Wedgwood has been kind of hanging on the periphery of the NHL for the last few years, like this, because he's capable of something like this. Yep, he just can't. Obviously, he's not going to throw out thirty-eight saves on on forty shots very often. Otherwise, he would also be in the Vesna conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's fine. Yeah, I mean, hard not to give Wedgwood. Wedgwood's a 900 save percentage goaltender behind Arizona. Pretty decent, given the context. But I I don't know, Chad. I got I'm sick. I got a sore throat. This game sucked, even if it didn't suck. Uh, You're sick and the the only prescription is not talking about this game anymore, ever again. We're going on spring break and never thinking about this hockey game ever again. I'm so excited for our podcast tomorrow that will not mention this game one second. Single second. Can't wait. So... (laughs) I will say, um, really interesting perspective from PD tonight on the watch along in the Jacob Chikrin Sam Gerard debate. Yep, it was pretty interesting to see that side of it. I was very curious what uh, what what uh, his thoughts were, and to to hear him get into it that way was it was illuminating. It was to the point. <clears throat> yep. Um, anyway, we're going to get out of here. We will be back tomorrow at one o'clock talking about anything, but this game hope to see you there. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure some stuff will start to ramp up. We'll probably do some stuff centered around the all-star game and then, uh, and then we'll give everybody what they want and then we'll go full trade rumor nonsense. A late five from a guy. He might be like literally upstairs right now. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't AJ look handsome with his trimmed beard? 
Thank you, Enrique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fine as hell. Okay. All right. Calm it down. You can't tell me to calm it down. <laughs> I unleash this upon the world. <laughs> All right. Enjoy AJ's beard for a few more seconds, but that's going to do it for the show. Thank you, everyone. Be sure to like and subscribe here on YouTube. You can hit the bell if you want to know every time we go live. We are out of here, and we will talk to you tomorrow.